You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora with you as per usual. How are you doing, Aurora, this week? I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk about this episode. I have a lot of things to say. Uh, <laughs> things happened. Yes. Finally, some things happened. Finally. Yeah. Um, and uh, something interesting. Well, I mean, it's interesting for people who really pay attention. Uh, if you've been watching... The Walking Dead all season, you've been mm-hmm. seeing them interspersing their commercial breaks with these two or three minute clips uh, mm-hmm. from this short thing that they're doing called Flight 462 uh, about some passengers on an airliner during the Fear the Walking Dead timeline and somebody gets sick and some things happen and I actually have no idea what happened because uh, I wasn't paying attention to those, but I'm guessing the plane <laughs> crashed based on this episode because we found out what happened to some of the people in that short. Yeah. Uh, that was interesting because I was expecting to never hear or see. I just thought it was something they were doing. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought that was cool. No, you know, yeah, it ties in. Tied up. Yeah. Now I kind of want to go back and watch all those little mini episodes because <laughs> I, I didn't know what happened to them. Uh, the last time I checked, like, there was just somebody who was sick and that was it. I, mean, I think somebody was in a bathroom. I don't remember. Yeah, they they had they had people turn into walkers inside the airplane. Ah, yeah. Well, that could end up crashing it. <laughs> yes. uh, all right, let's uh, let's talk about it. It's uh, season two, episode three of Fear the Walking Dead, called Ouroboros. 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 It's one of those yeah. things. Yeah. Definitely one of those pronunciations is correct. It's up to you to decide which one is <laughs> yes, the correct one. You get to choose. <laughs> that's that's the game we're playing this week, everybody. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Uh, we we begin in the middle of the ocean, um, in a in a little in a little uh, raft, a life raft of some sort, uh, and we see Alex swimming to her wounded companion named Jake. And this is after the two of them survived Flight Four Sixty Two. The mm-hmm. short we were just talking about. She brings Jake to a raft with other survivors. Tom, one of the survivors, smacks an infected passenger with an oar and pushes him overboard. Days pass, uh, these people on this boat. And Tom tells Alex that her friend Jake is dying and urges her to kill him before he turns. That night, Alex stabs Tom instead when he tries to kill Jake in his sleep. Michael, the remaining survivor, encourages Alex to put Jake out of his misery. Meanwhile, aboard the Abigail, Strand tries to call his contact via satellite phone to confirm that he is coming, but the phone cuts out. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is going smooth. Madison and Travis seemingly are attempting to make the best of the situation uh, in in their quarters. <laughs> I don't know if I could really do it in. I don't. I, I, in the middle of all of this. Oh my gosh! I just, well, you know, maybe after a while, when you've been living in it for a long time, but this seems like too soon for me. I don't know. Yes. Anyway, that's not the point. They never really get very far because the boat just stops 
There's a problem. Travis determines that the engine malfunctioned due to a block water intake. And he says the problem will require him to look under the boat. So he puts on some scuba. He goes under the boat and he finds a walker. They picked up a stray and he's under the boat and his arm is jammed up in there. Something good. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> Travis freaks out, of course, because the walker is not really dead, dead. Mm-hmm. You know how it is with them. Uh, and he freaks out and uh, struggles to escape. Later in the engine room, Travis begins removing backed-up sludge from the filtration system and informs Strand that the repairs could take all day. Strand is not pleased. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel notices that Ophelia's wound is infected, Rutro, and uh, she informs him that he uh, she has run out of antibiotics. Double Rutro. That's not mm-hmm. good at all. Uh, he forbids her from asking Madison for any antibiotics, insisting that families must take care of themselves. Blood is blood, he says. Yeah. Uh, Alicia shows Madison a spot on the shore that is littered with luggage, presumably from the plane wreck. Mm-hmm. Alicia, Nick, and Chris insist on going to the shore to gather supplies. Uh, Mom and Dad say, no way, kids, but Daniel says that he will accompany them. Um, so Alicia, Nick, and Chris along with Daniel, all board the little mini boat. And Daniel tells Madison that Strand is planning to sail to Baja and asks mm-hmm. her to question Strand about his intentions because he says, look, I wouldn't handle this very uh, politically, basically. Mm-hmm. He 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 does not have the, uh, the oratory skills. Uh, it might result in punching or shooting. So <laughs> uh, he asks for... Uh, Madison's diplomacy skills, of which she actually doubts she has any of, but uh, I guess yeah. given the choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, on shore, Daniel tells everyone to stay within view as they gather supplies. Uh, Travis eventually goes back under, unplugs the walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, because he's just being an idiot lately, because somebody's got to be, decides he's going to separate himself <laughs> from the group and venture further inland. Uh Madison, uh, so there's a there's a moment where Madison thinks Travis is harmed, but it's really just blood from the walker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Travis is fine. Uh, oh, you know what it is? According to this, I didn't even realize it. It was Michael's body from the 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 boat earlier. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they say. Oh, right I here, didn't realize that either. Michael's body floats to the surface. I guess I didn't pay that much attention to the guy. Huh. Um, Nick finds a knife in a suitcase and pockets it. Well, that turned out to be lucky. Uh, (laughs) Elsewhere, Chris discovers part of uh, the other part of the wrecked plane hull and enters the cabin. He taunts some infected, uh, bludgeons one of them with a metal scrap. There is a man, however, who is still alive in a nearby row and weakly begs for help. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris helps the plane survivor out of the seat, but the man is unable to move. You notice that part of his spine is exposed. He's critically wounded. He's probably not going to survive, and moving him is not going to be an option. And that's when the real world creeps in, and Chris yeah. realizes that the man instead wants to be killed. He wants help dying. He knows that there's nothing that can be done for him, and knowing the wound is fatal, Chris uh, bashes his head in with the yeah. metal scrap. Well, that'll yeah. leave a scar. Mentally, of course. <laughs> um, Madison confronts Strand about his plans, demands to know what is in Baja. 
Strand reveals that he knows of a house with food, water, concrete walls. It's a fortress. It's a, it's a, it's a safe house essentially, and that there is mm-hmm. precious little time to get there. She demands that he take the entire group with him. They cautiously make a pact to trust one another. Daniel rummages through luggage in search of antibiotics for Ophelia. Nick informs Daniel that Ophelia needs amoxicillin, which mm-hmm. is um, a an antibiotic. I was struggling to figure out the word that I just read two seconds ago. <laughs> amoxicillin, oxycodone, or something similar. Daniel realizes that Chris is missing and goes to find him. Uh, so Daniel is looking uh, for Chris on the beach before moving inland. Uh, Alicia leaves Nick to look for Daniel and Chris, and Nick finds a large stash of amoxicillin. Boy, that's lucky. Yeah, that's a great coincidence. These dudes, these <laughs> dudes really are are very lucky. Uh, Madison informs Travis of Strand's Baja plans and tells him of the house and that it is their best chance to survive. Travis balks at trusting Strand, but Madison argues that they have little choice. Mm-hmm. Daniel runs into Alex on the beach who is fleeing over a sand dune shouting they're coming mm-hmm. and by there she means a lot of walkers yeah uh who were surprisingly fast yeah they were you know maybe the sand was I guess. maybe they just kind of tumbled <laughs> down sand dunes and that's how they were able to go a little quicker <laughs> i'm not sure nobody can slowly go down a sand dune i i don't know maybe <laughs> even zombies can't um Nick Nick spots an infected trapped in a nearby pit. He watches curiously as crabs crawl all over it. Boy, I can't wait to talk about that scene in further detail. Uh, (laughs) It manages to catch and eat one of them. Yummy! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Getting too close to the edge, Nick accidentally slips into the pit and is attacked. He stabs the infected using the knife he found earlier, but another falls into the pit on top of him. Mm -hmm. Joy! (laughs) Um, Alicia finds Chris by the airplane hull. He's shaken. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about what's happened. Uh, they hear a gunshot in the distance and, uh, they're off to find out where the gunshot came from. Uh, obviously we know it's Daniel and, uh, Alex and Alicia and Chris, they all eventually get together and, uh, they are slowly being surrounded by a large herd of walkers and everyone has to join in on the fight, including Alicia. Who yeah, I think she finally uh, did something. She had to do something here, <laughs> uh, and she she wasn't she wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, back on the Abigail, things are just as frantic because uh, they obviously heard the the gunshot as well, and they're noticing problems. Travis starts removing all of the sludge, removes a severed hand from the filtration fish, uh, system, and fixes the engine. Strand powers up the boat. Uh, things are looking bleak. Uh, and they're about to be overwhelmed when a very, 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 very bloody Nick mm-hmm. uh, arrives and helps fight off the rest of the infected, allowing the group enough time to escape. As they flee, Nick maybe is the first person in Walking Dead history to discover that the infected are not attacking him because he was in co- yeah. he was covered in infected guts. He could be the first person. To he may he may have, this. he may have been <laughs> the first person to realize it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so there you go. The group reaches the little boat. They go out back onto the water and Alex tells Daniel that they need to make a stop. Strand looks through the binoculars and see the boat approaching with a yellow raft in tow. Back at the Abigail, Madison informs the group that Strand has invited him 
to join them at the compound in Baja with food, power, and water. Strand refuses, however, to let Alex and Jake board the ship. Travis insists that they at least tow the raft to San Diego, where maybe they will have a chance. Alicia and Madison bring water and blankets to Alex and Jake. Nick gives Ophelia a rosary that he found uh, on the beach, and inside the boat, Strand paces up and down, thinking about their current predicament. In the raft, Alex cradles Jake and assures him that things are currently as bad as they will ever be, and that mm-hmm. day, uh, and that each day, he will get better and better. Just then, Strand dashes outside and cuts the raft loose. Madison wants to object, but it is too late, and the raft drifts behind as the Abigail cruises south, and Strand returns to the captain's quarters in silence. Mm-hmm. That was a long recap, but... Yeah. Uh, but a lot happened, so... <laughs> a lot did happen. Uh, so what were your thoughts on the episode this week? Um, that place in Baja is a lie, right? I mean, maybe... Um, I, I just I think it's not a lie. I think it's a place, but the look on his face suggests to me that it's a place that was meant for him to be able to go to, yeah, I, and not what, all these extra people. That's what I'm so confused mm-hmm. about this, you know, show in general. That I I still can't understand why Strand was okay with bringing all these people. Yeah. With him, because every single time we see Strand, his face is like, why did I yes. <laughs> ask these people to join me? Yes. He like hates it. So why? There has to be a purpose. I um, I, I don't know. I think maybe he had a maybe he had a moment of, of weakness and he a humanity he, he, he wanted he, to save these people. He seems like a very, you know, straightforward guy. Calculated. Like, yeah. Yes. So I don't know, and it's, wow. it's 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 just it's everything. Well, The Walking Dead has taught me that every time something sounds too good to be true, usually is. It's usually the worst. <laughs> I, we remember when they went to the CDC in the early right. seasons. We yeah. uh, remember uh, Terminus. Terminus, of course, that yeah. was going to be a safe place. Mm-hmm. Boy, was that not a safe place. <laughs> Uh, you know, they were going to head to Washington, D.C. They had their, their gang of people. We, we know the, you know, we, we know how to fix this thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. he has a cure. Turned out to be a lie. Yep. Uh, so many things. Uh, you're right. The show teases Providence and then delivers pain and punishment. Uh, that's what the show does best. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this place might be legit, though. I just feel like Strand is not supposed to be bringing all these people, and I think that's why he cut. Um, I think that's why he cut these two off because I feel like you know he's communicating with someone that seems to be in that place already. Yes, and I was thinking that it could be that you know that person can see the situation around. Mm-hmm. This place, and maybe there's like I don't know, like a little walkers or something, and he's using these people to get there and somehow shield him. Perhaps, you know what I mean? perhaps. So, I'm I'm curious. Uh, yeah, because I feel like I feel like that's why he cut these two people off is because he knows. Mm-hmm. Look, we can't sit there and tow them behind us forever. Eventually, I'm going to start feeling bad and going to want them to be on board. And I can't take two. I can't explain these people. I can't take two more with me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been very hesitant to take on any more crew. 
yeah. uh, than what's already there. Uh, and I think the only reason he's trying to figure out this situation now is <laughs> is because basically they, I guess they, she didn't really leave him a chance, right? When they were talking mm-hmm. about, uh, she's like, look, uh, I'll throw you off the boat myself. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, well, you're not a killer. Um, yeah. But she kind of is. That's the, kind that's of the is. Madison I want. The Madison yes. for first season. <laughs> you want the you want the 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 taking no shit Madison. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it it has changed a little bit. Um, still, uh, I, I thought this was uh, I thought this was a pretty good episode. I think it's yeah. They've. I feel like each episode has progressively gotten a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a thing that people talked about with last season that was kind of a slow burn show where they were going to take their time to build to something Mm -hmm. uh i feel like they ultimately did a pretty good job of it i i feel like they're doing a better job of it this season where it it felt like it really took a little bit for that show to pick up steam Mm -hmm. uh i feel like it's doing it a little bit quicker this time around uh and there was obviously a lot more actiony tense uh moments and things like that and it's 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 certainly interesting to see a different uh, take on it. It's weird to see like walkers on the beach mm-hmm. and things like that. That scene with the the dude who was trapped with the yeah. the crabs like eating his body. Mm-hmm. That was cool. What a <laughs> great scene that was. Uh, I yeah. guess <laughs> like it was just so weird. And he uh, when when the walker got a hold of one and started eating it, it's just like this is actually pretty gross. This is like grosser than. <laughs> Like seeing a dude get an axe in his head or any of that. I mean, I've seen plenty yeah. of that grossness, but seeing like yeah. the crabs like festering on him and then he just kind of gets a hold of one and eats it. And mm-hmm. then when Nick falls down there, my concern was not, oh God, what if the walkers eat him? It's like, what if all those crabs get on him? <laughs> That's what terrified me. Those things with all those pinchy claw things. <laughs> that terrified me. I was like, oh God, get out of there. Gross. <laughs> That is uh, the worst combination, just crabs and crabs. <laughs> um, I feel like there's some sort of STD joke in there somewhere, but <laughs> I'm not going to touch on it right now. Uh, but I, yeah, I like I like that. I like that some people, uh, Chris paid a price for his stupidness. Yeah. He, but, he's like, he's like but, screw these guys. Okay, go ahead. But, you know, he did... I mean, he's just making the wrong decisions all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a I dumb like, teenager. He is. Um, which, you know, yeah, I, I guess goes with his character. You know, you just, sure. he's doing things that you expect from a kid yeah. his age in this world. Sure. Um, but I like the fact that they made him kill someone yeah. that asked to be killed. Because he I had, feel like... And he had to my, kill someone. This isn't like killing a right, walker. right. Right, and that person asked him to kill him. Yep. Um, and I feel like that might help, you know, mend his relationship with his dad. Maybe mm-hmm. he understands why his dad had mm-hmm. to kill his mom. I don't know. Maybe he'll grow up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. going to change him. That should change him. He'll either uh, grow or like just that. or just go crazy. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Um, it was nice to see Elise. I I don't know about you. I know you take great issue with her every episode <laughs> i feel like this might be the first episode where she didn't do something annoying and if and in fact was helpful yeah she had the good idea of go to look for the suitcases sure and she actually was 
kind of a badass. Yeah, she didn't cower in her corner. Yeah, Yeah. she just started fighting them off with everybody else. Yeah, Yeah. so that was good. She wasn't too bad. I mean, she was she was good, but not great. But you know, for a first time uh, effort, Uh, she's not dead, so that's a plus. Now annoying me is Ophelia. Yeah, I don't know what her purpose is. Yeah, she's not doing. I mean, well, I mean, she's on the mend still. I Um, guess. They haven't done a whole lot. It's very clear that Daniel and, o- like, Ophelia, I don't think, s- subscribes to her father's way of thinking mm-hmm. about things. I know she said that she's starting to understand him a little bit, but even when she says that, she's like, I'm starting to understand you more, but I don't like what I'm understanding. Right, right. Uh, so, like, I don't think she's subscribing to it, but it's very clear that he wants to keep them... Uh, keep them separate and look he makes a good point he says look if his daughter if uh if madison's daughter is in trouble and you're in trouble who is she gonna save she's gonna save her daughter Mm -hmm. so we have to look out for ourselves he he makes a he makes a great he makes a great point oh Um, my gosh i loved a scene (laughs) when he realizes that chris is gone mm -hmm. he uses a (laughs) swear word in spanish that's right I wonder the best. <laughs> I was wondering. It's like I. I wonder if Aurora's having a good time right now. <laughs> I saw that. That was great. <laughs> that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So you know what? This is pretty good. I think they're taking a step in the right direction. Unfortunately for them, the ratings are continuing to decrease. Uh, yeah. So that's not good. Mm-hmm. Um. It's doing way better than Better Call Saul does, which is kind of a shame because that's a great show, but. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. It's, I it's, feel like this episode might bring people back. Maybe like it start. People watch this and started saying, "Oh, you know what? Finally, they they yeah, they're they're doing some stuff." Whether or not they're going to be able to find an excuse to go to shore every single episode, because you're not going to run into a lot of zombies at sea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you a few of them here or there, but you're not going to yeah, find I mean, a lot we, of them. We have learned thanks to this show that zombies can swim. So apparently, yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> I mean a little I mean I'm sure it's uh, unintentional swimming. A lot of float. a lot of drifting. <laughs> yes, a lot of drifting. All right, uh a score for Ouroboros. You know what? I'm I'm going to give it a 4 because mm-hmm. I this is the first episode this season that I was actually, you know, entertained throughout. Yep. And I it made me concerned about some of the characters and I kind of love Nick now. I, I, I like the Nick's character. Yeah, what a, what a change that took, right? Yeah, yeah. It, start, it started last week a little bit, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know what, I'm kind of softening on him a little bit. Yeah, and this week, yeah. uh, it's kind of continuing in that direction. Yeah, I feel like he's the only one that's smart in yeah. this group. Like, he's the only one that you see that realizes the situation they're in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of his arc. Uh, I gave it a four. Okay. Yep. So there we go. We are on the same page, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll come back and we're going to talk more next week. Uh, it sounds like they're going to find their way back on land, at least based off of the title of uh, this here particular episode. Uh, because it's season two, episode four of Fear the Walking Dead called Blood in the Streets. Mm-hmm.